Arizona Wildcats basketball and football is at a high right now, but we need to talk about some of the other sports, some of the more storied programs and their ups and downs and where they're headed next. So let's do it right now. You are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. All right, we are going to talk a little bit about um, we're going to talk about a little bit about Arizona baseball and Arizona softball. And if you uh, if you if you know if you follow Arizona athletics, the one thing is that Arizona softball is essentially the pride and joy of the uh, city. Um, now, Arizona basketball runs things, but. Um, Let's be honest here. Arizona, uh, Arizona volley, or excuse me, Arizona softball is the one that is basically looked at historically as the best all time in what they do. Um, now, um, they've fallen on some. T- they've fallen on some hard times. I think that's fair to say. I don't think I'm really breaking any news right there. Um, and by hard times, I mean they've missed the uh, postseason for the first time in 40 years. Not good. Not good. Um, now. Um, what exactly does that mean, right? What exactly does that mean? Um, Arizona's got to get good pitching. And it is important to say something to the effect of that, yes, while uh, Arizona has had um, – yes, you had Mike Candrea, you won uh, eight national titles. But you also got to remember, too, that that last one was in the mid-2000s. Um, and that is a uh, – I think that's a point where you look at it and you're like, oh, um, yes. So at Arizona was still good, but Arizona in the, you know, in the 12, 13 years after that had certainly fallen off a notch. They were no longer amongst the nation's elite. And I don't know that anybody would really argue that, to be honest with you. Um, and you could say, well, you know, there were a variety of reasons why Arizona fell amongst the nation's elite. Um, but the big part of that is pitching. I mean, think about it growing up. Uh, Arizona always had that one ace, whether that was Nancy Evans, whether that was Jenny Finch, whether that was Taryn Mowat, you name it, generally the best pitchers in the country uh, were on those two, were at the University of Arizona or at UCLA. Um, the uh, Now, um, Arizona just hasn't had that of late. Now, one thing that you can say is that they they were snake bitten a little bit for sure because Kenzie Fowler um, from CDO was supposed to be the best pitcher in the country, and I believe that uh, uh, Mike Candrea was counting on her to be one of the best uh, pitchers in the country. She just never was able to really get right, and um, she was just never really healthy, and that hurt that team. That hurt the program in a big way um, because again, you can have all the bats in the world. But if you don't have the pitching, then it's going to be a problem. And we've seen that, and we've seen that time and time again. Arizona softball has one of the best uh, uh, hitting lineups in the entire country. Um, And not only do they have one of the best hitting lineups in the entire country, it's a lineup that you go up and down across the board. These are players that would start for any team in the country. I mean, that's just, you know, the numbers bear that out. The resumes bear that out. The high school accolades bear that out. It's that way across the board. But 
the pitching has been an issue. Um, and I think it's uh, it's impossible to look the other way. Now, again, Devin Metz, but solid, but you don't watch her and say that that is a dominant shutdown uh, pitcher like some of the players that Arizona's had in the past. I mean, it's, you know, it's just really that simple. Now, um, Sydney Summerdike comes in and uh, she's the California uh, state player of the year and she was okay, but she also wasn't a closer. She wasn't a uh, one that you give the ball to and say, all right, uh, win us this series, win us this game. Maybe that does, uh, maybe that does occur. But right now, it's hard to look at that and saying that it is going to occur. Um, so what's that next step? Now, you got to remember, Caitlin Lowe is in year two. I'm definitely not going to sit here and uh, blame Caitlin Lowe for all of the uh, program's failings because, again, Caitlin Lowe, um, you know, Caitlin Lowe inherited a program that I think it's fair to say was on the downturn to a certain extent. Um, she was obviously a fantastic player here, one of the all-time greats, but – so far, it's been a little bit of a rough, uh, a rough slog for him. You got to get pitching. Now, again, you had an early entry uh, into the uh, program this year who is supposed to be really, really good. We'll find out and we'll see exactly how she is. And you got some other uh, players coming in. Keep in mind, they were also a little snake bitten because you had two of your best players transfer to UCLA. Taking advantage of the transfer portal there, which is their right, but in the past that doesn't happen. Um, that you don't lose those players to anywhere because you're at the University of Arizona. Now, I think it is fair to say that you know I think some of it is uh, the college or softball has caught up with Arizona. Um, back in the day, uh, back in the day, you had about two or three different schools that you could go to, and now you've got everything. You've got the SEC is rolling in cash, as we all know. And not only are they rolling in cash, I mean, it's become a sexy place to go play college softball. And, you know, let's be honest, it makes a lot of sense. Why wouldn't you want to go play college softball in the South where you've got a, uh, a ton of – you've got a ton of gravitas there because – of, you know, um, you're in the SEC, you're going to get paid well, um, and you're going to be in great, uh, great facilities. Keep in mind, the one thing that made Arizona so good was that uh, besides being the best program, you also had great facilities in place um, that you generally didn't have for other softball programs. This really was the house that Mike Candrea built. And um, the uh, and not only was it the uh, the house that Mike Candrea built, but it was also this uh, the school that, I mean, let's, uh, you know, let's just, let's call it the way it is. Um, uh, this was the, this was the marquee program in the entire country and it's not the marquee program anymore. So how are you going to get back there? Well, first you gotta be, you gotta figure out what you're going to do with the pitching staff situation. Because again, Taryn Mowat is an all time great and all time, all time great. We know that. Um, but I think it also is fair to say that maybe she's just not the greatest pitching coach in the world. I don't know. Cause she's been here a while now and they haven't been very good. Um, I would, again, I'm not going to be the person that's going to come in in the year two of somebody's uh, um, you know, if somebody's reign and say that uh, you've got to be able to do this or you've got to be able to do that. I'm not going to do that because again, that's um, that's uh, that's really not, I don't think that's fair to somebody in their first or second year. As a matter of fact, I don't think it's fair to somebody in their uh, first or second year. Um, now, 
Um, but I will say that I think there's got to be improvements made. If there's not improvements made, then you know, then at that point you got to step in because at the end of the day, yes, there is the head coach, but as the athletic director, it is your job though to also watch over the programs that you have, and that's something that I think Arizona would uh, would have to keep an eye on, to put it mildly. Um, but that's kind of where you're at though with Arizona softball, and it's just weird seeing Arizona softball in that position because we're not used to seeing it. Um, with Arizona softball, you're used to domination, and that's slowly gone away. It'll be interesting to see what exactly uh, they can do there. But one thing you don't have to worry about is bird dogs. Birddogs.com backslash locked on college. Check it out. Bird dogs. Okay. You can, again, you can use uh, code locked on college for a free tumbler with every purchase. How cool is that? But again, check out bird dogs. I'm not even really a shorts person, but I like how I look in shorts and with bird dogs. And that's why I uh, utilize them. Again, there's a reason that everybody's wearing them. It's because it looks cool and who doesn't want to look cool. So again, check it out. Birddogs.com backslash locked on college. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. We're going to talk a little bit Arizona baseball. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, a little bit Arizona baseball, a little bit of Chip Hale talk right here. Um, so Arizona baseball has been interesting because you got to look at it historically. Jerry Kendall was an absolute uh, – Jerry Kendall was one of the best – uh, college baseball coaches to ever walk through, uh, to ever walk through here. Um, you know, three national titles, put a ton of dudes into the uh, major leagues. Jerry Kendall was, let's be honest here. Jerry Kendall was where it's at. Um, and then after that, you kind of went with the uh, handpicked successor, Jerry Stitt that didn't work out. Then you got Andy Lopez. Now, Andy Lopez had a great resume had won a national title before, uh, coming over from Florida, um, and Andy Lopez won a national title at the University of Arizona. So he got him their fourth national title. Now, then Andy Lopez retires after a couple years later, and they bring in Jay Johnson. Now, Jay Johnson was a great hire by any uh, stretch of the imagination because Jay Johnson could recruit and kids wanted to play for Jay Johnson. That is a big thing. If people want to play for you, that is a good thing right there. And people wanted to play for Jay Johnson. It was that simple. Um, and he got a team to the uh, uh, to a World Series runner-up in his first year at the University of Arizona. And he continued to recruit really well. The problem, though, is that uh, now in the day and age, the SEC came calling and LSU picked him up. And LSU is kind of what Arizona softball used to be. And that Arizona, well, maybe not quite that good, but LSU is at the top of the college pecking order right there. And there's a reason that Jay Johnson and any other coach would have taken that, uh, would have taken that gig right there. Um, so you bring in Chip Hale. Um, I like, I'm fine with the Chip Hale hire. I still am, but there's obviously some things that need to be worked out first. As we talked about before, I think in Arizona, you got to find people that want to be at the University of Arizona. Because if you don't want to be at the University of Arizona, this can be kind. This can be a little bit more difficult than I think that people would want it to be. And a big reason why is because, um, you know, if you look at Arizona as a stepping stone job, you're probably not going to succeed here. It's kind of that easy. Um, it's kind of that simple. Chip Hale wants to be here. Not only did Chip Hale want to be here, Chip Hale is the 
Chip Hale is the player who uh, is the coach who um, is going to do everything he can because he's arguably the best player in school history. He's got a big league manager background experience, all of that. Um, and so there, you know, there is that. Um, and he came in and I thought they were decent in their first year. Now, granted, they lost a lot of their players to, uh, uh, who followed ship or excuse me, uh, Jay Johnson to LSU. And that wasn't good. Um, but they were still were formidable. They made the postseason. Um, and I think there were hopes going into this year. Uh, this team definitely took a big step back this past year and similar to softball, it's about the pitching, man. If you don't got the pitching, then you're probably going to struggle to a certain degree. And uh, Arizona struggled in a big way. Because, again, you look at it, the hitting was great. The hitting was fine. There was absolutely no problem whatsoever with the hitting. And I believe that when you look at the uh, some of the younger players right there, um, the one thing that you do like is um, you do like the uh, – you do like the uh, – um, what I think what you do like is the uh, when you look at players, you like the um, you like the pit or you like the hitting. The young hitting especially is impressive. Um, but um, again, the pitching was awful, and there's no other way to spin it. And when you're in the Pac-12, you got to have better than awful pitching. I mean, you just do. And Arizona had awful pitching this year, and it showed and it reflected. This was a lineup. That could have uh, that could have gone some places for sure because again um, you had power you had uh, at the front of the order the rotation worked you had a lot of different things that were going for you but the problem though with this squad was that they just never really they never really quite figured it out to be honest with you and the pitching if anything got worse now it was intriguing at least that uh, the hitting wasn't bad. Um, now the uh, the hitting wasn't bad, and I think that's a good thing right there. But again, it's easier to find hitting than pitching. Now a lot of people are uh, poo pooing uh, uh, Jay Johnson's ability to uh, recruit. I mean, excuse me, Chip Hale's ability to recruit. I do not do that because I look at the lineup right there, and I think to myself that, um, and I think to myself that there's a lot to work with right there. Um, he's gotten some young players. And let's be honest here. If you're a young player and you want to play in the major leagues, it's probably a pretty good thing to play for somebody who is a manager in the major leagues and somebody who gets it from an Arizona perspective. Um, now, I think the one thing that you got to look at, though, and you got to think to yourself is, um, what is that next step then for Chip Hale? Can he get that elite pitching? Well, we're going to find that one out. I would personally get rid of Dave Lawn, the uh, pitching coach. Dave Lawn's been around forever, and he's not very good. Um, now, Chip Hale kept him. I think a lot of that is because, you know, he wanted to be the good dude. He wanted to be the good, uh, you know, the good soldier. But Dave Lawn probably has uh, – Dave Lawn has seen better times. Um, that's the best way that I can put it. And I would uh, go in another direction because, quite frankly – it has not been up to par. It has not been to, up to what Arizona fans should have. You had when when you had Heskey in uh, earlier, he was a guy that the pitching improved under. So you got to find a new uh, voice there. I would probably, unlike with Caitlin Lowe and Taryn Mowat, I would probably step in and say that we need to find a new pitching coach here because I don't believe Dave Lawn is good enough. Now, again, uh, Chip Hale is a legend here and he deserves to be treated as such, but. 
you know, you also got to win baseball games. And I think we, you can check off the uh, you can check off the position players in the hitting. I have no doubt that that's going to be good enough because I don't think that he's going to ever have a hard time finding a lineup right there. But I do think that he's going to have a hard time finding the pitching right there. And so let's talk a little bit about what these two have done that maybe or haven't done that maybe uh, Tommy Lloyd and uh, that maybe Tommy Lloyd and uh, Jed or Jed Fish were able to do. We'll talk about that next. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. All right. Now, what Jed Fish and what uh, Tommy Lloyd were both able to do immediately is bring in, and they were able to bring in enthusiasm. They were able to bring in um, people, the, the average fan that was very interested to see what Arizona was going to be able to do. Um I don't know that there is, there's really been any of that with uh, softball because I think for the longest time, people just kind of felt that softball ran, it's ran itself and all right, softball run itself. And with baseball, it's, well, you know, every few years we'll be really, really good. Um, we like going out to high Corbett, but there hasn't been, I don't know that there's been a demand for either one to be great. There is a demand for Arizona basketball to be great. And even if there's not a demand for Arizona football to be great, people are going to show that by not showing up. So you had to get two energetic people in there. I think if you're low and if you're uh, Chip Hale, you got to find something to distinguish yourself. You got to find something to separate yourself from the rest of the crowd right now, because right now you're just kind of fitting into the rest of the crowd. Um, I don't know what that is, to be honest with you, but they got to find something unique, something that's a calling card unique to themselves. And But again, this is also their role because they are um, they are uh, college or excuse me they are college uh, uh, coaches. I mean that's they should be able to do this. And uh, if they can't do it, then you probably got to find somebody else there. I think year three for both of these uh, people is going to be huge. And not only is it going to be huge, um, I think we're going to find out exactly what both of them are made out of because again. Um, when you think of uh, when you think of uh, both these programs, these are proud programs. These are programs that should be good. These are programs that should uh, be able to compete at the highest level. And so far, they haven't uh, really done that. But again, it's also a unique transition period because you got, like I said, the way Jay Johnson left and then he took half the roster with him to LSU. I'm not going to fully blame Chip Hale for that. And then with Caitlin Lowe, um, you're following a legend right there. That's never going to be easy. And not only is it never going to be easy, it's um, uh, it, it's never going to be easy. It's going to be very, very uh, simple. Um, now, with uh, um, I do think that uh, University of Arizona right now is um, going to figure out what exactly we're at. Um, but again, this is going to be up to Dave Hickey. Dave Hickey's done a really, really good job right here. And uh, not only has he done a really good job, um, I think that he has done a job where um, you he should get the benefit of the doubt. And not only should he get the benefit of the doubt, um, I believe that he should be able to uh, – um, I believe he should get the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I believe that he should be able to um, – you know, I mean, let's be honest here um, – He's done a good job. These hires, though, we got to be able to hit on again. So we'll find out exactly where all of that lasts right there. But I am excited to see what he does because I think that, like I said, I believe that there is a next step for him. I believe that uh, Hickey is a baseball guy. We got to remember that Dave Hickey is a baseball guy. 
And so that's kind of where it's that's kind of where it's at right there. So again, um, a little bit of a shorter show today, but we will be back with you tomorrow about 23, 24 minutes. But as always, um, you have a great rest of your week. You've been listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. It's never a bad time to be an Arizona University of Arizona Wildcats uh, fan. Baseball and softball are going to get there. Just got to have some faith in there. We'll be back with you tomorrow. We'll be back with you on Monday.